Welcome to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. In this podcast, we will focus on successful marketing methods for advisors that generate prospects and clients. We will learn from the best in the industry on how advisors in the trenches today are growing their practices. Join us for this journey where Brad draws from years of expertise and guest experts to help advisors reach their full potential. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. Effective marketing can take an advisor's practice to new heights. COVID-19, though, has redefined many aspects of marketing with special emphasis on the virtual. If anyone knows about marketing trends and success, it is Rebecca Auerhan. Rebecca is CMO of 401k Marketing, and she is Brad Swinehart's guest for this episode of Be Advised, Leading with Value. Rebecca, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thanks, Brad. Super excited to be here. Always fun. You and I have talked for years now, always always kind of swimming in similar circles and I've always respected the content that you put out there and I'm excited for a great show. So let's get right into it. And I've heard you say before that marketing is never one and done. And we've seen this at White Glove. I'm sure you've seen it before as well that experience or that advisors just, they get into something, they try it, they see success or they don't see success, but then they move on to something else, that, that shiny object. What do you think advisors need to focus on to put a process in place to avoid this? We, we hear from our advisors before they're clients of ours, you know, Rebecca, it, it works so well, we stopped. And I always love too many times. I <laughs> always hear that. Oh, it works so well, we stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's so funny. You know, it's, it's true. It's life. You know, you do a campaign, you get all these great results. Your clients are calling you, your, your warm prospects or centers of influence are top of mind and you have all this activity. And then all of a sudden you go through and you onboard wonderful new opportunities. You finish finalist meetings, you feel good. And then all of a sudden the gas runs out of the tank. So we always tell our clients, you you need to put together a marketing strategy. So no matter if you're wildly successful or you're just starting out, we're all trying to put together marketing campaigns that are going to get you from start to finish, which is, you know, 40 years from now or however long you are a successful financial advisor. And generally, when it comes to coming coming up with a marketing strategy, it starts off by understanding what are your goals. So if you were to write down right now, what are your three goals for this year? What are they? Literally, write them down. Take five minutes, hit pause on our podcast, <laughs> come back. And then once you have your three goals identified, now it's time to put together the surround sound elements of that that are going to help you achieve it. So if you're looking for uh, more inbound leads as an example, maybe it's time to shore up your client relationships, maybe host a client appreciation event. Can't wait to talk about that later, Brad. If you're looking for more centers of influence, develop relationships with CPAs, TPAs, ERISA attorney, benefit advisors, and this new idea of digital content marketing. When you're looking for more leads from extraneous sources, you got to put together a marketing strategy. And that's going to include social media, 
emails, again, events, digital events, so popular right now, possibly a podcast series would be another (laughs) idea. So it really depends. You have to start with what are our three goals? If we were sitting down together a year from now, what do you want checked off? And you want to look back and smile at your success. I love that. And one of the first things you said was, you know, the advisors that are out there doing it, things are humming, things are moving along. And one thing I always stress to any professional, whether it's an advisor or whether it's even someone working at White Glove is, is to really look at that, look at your goals, look at where you're going and decide, are you staying busy or are you being effective? And they're two very different things. I could be busy all day long, but if I'm not effectively taking steps towards my goals, I'm never going to get there. And one of the other things that you're talking about is really that life cycle of a lead, a prospect to lead to, you know, first time appointment to client, to nurtured client, to client that gives you a referral, right? There's that whole campaign. There's that whole life cycle that you need steps along those ways. And, and White Glove, you know, feels the same way of let's, let's see what we can do to help either fill that funnel or nurture those leads or try to be that one one focus of the life cycle of that that lead prospect client referring client i think that's so interesting you know what you're talking about podcasting content creation you know social media type aspects that it's so much more prevalent now than it was three years ago part of that because of covid part of that just because of how technology is evolving so let's talk about the I think one thing that would be really interesting for me to hear about is the client appreciation events. How do you do that? There's so many advisors that still can't meet in groups in person. They can't do their, their normal things, but there's also advisors that have been crushing it this last year doing client appreciation events and they've Mm -hmm. found ways to do it virtually and they've been really successful. You know, what are you seeing when it comes to that? When it, for, so we're giving a presentation in a couple of weeks at the upcoming Broadridge FI 360 conference, and it's called Marketing on Any Budget. By the time this podcast is probably released, uh, it'll already be passed. So if anyone does need designation CE credit, please check out that recording, Marketing on Any Budget, because in the presentation, we actually go over some ideas on how to host a client appreciation event. And one of those ideas is, and I think this is really fun. One of our clients came up with this. They hosted a outdoor barbecue at a local park. They went to the parks and recs department. I think just between us, I think they were watching parks and rec a lot, the television show. I mean, it's a pretty funny show. Chris Pratt's pretty hilarious. I'm not going to lie. I I love it. He's funny. (laughs) So I think what happened was during COVID, they were watching parks and rec and this light bulb came on. And so they literally reached out to parks and rec and said, Hey, can we do an event here? And it was $25 large to do the rental for the park get the license. And then they hired a local catering company. I think they did barbecue. It was a barbecue event. Everyone was outside, socially distant, beautiful day. They said everything cooperated and they just got everyone together. And it was like, you know, 50-ish people, give or take, in an outdoor, again, safe environment. So that is one real life example that did happen. 
What do you think about virtual client appreciation events? Have you heard any success with those? Any cool ideas out there? I've heard of advisors doing like virtual wine tasting where they mm-hmm. send send a bottle of wine to all their clients and then they yeah. have, mm-hmm. have somebody on and they do, you know, a little tutorial on it and all that kind of stuff. Have you yeah. heard, have you heard anything about that or? Yeah, absolutely. Virtual wine tasting is super fun. And then also virtual cooking. So you hire Ooh, a like professional that. chef and then they email you in advance. Like tonight's recipe is, this is another real life example. It was salmon. Salmon was the main dish and then blueberry chocolate bark for dessert. And so they sent you like, hey, go out to the grocery store and buy these 10 items and then come ready. Uh, And they shipped everyone in advance an apron that had their logo printed on it. So everyone had their logo. And then there was a a chef who walked through how to put together the family meal. I love that. And I was just thinking about spitballing here of how great of an idea all that is, is, you know, the the podcast that we record, that really could be like a virtual wine tasting. We could be drinking every time we have a guest on here that might be a great idea patrice let's let's knock that down for next time maybe <laughs> all we'll right joe rogan i'm with you I'm with <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> well, you know and we've talked a lot about adapting to the pandemic and the new hybrid virtual environment i think everybody's heard a lot of great great feedback on that but i really think now we're moving into this um, recovery mode where things are starting to open back up we're going to probably see a pendulum swing one way back the other. And we're going to, you know, find some place in the middle, but what do you see advisors of investing in for their business to find new growth opportunities in a, a hybrid environment, which again, it's going to be volatile for a little while here, but eventually mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know what? Seminars are an option. Dinner seminars are an option. Webinars are an option. Podcasts are options. It's all going to be on the table here soon. Mm-hmm. What do you see advisors going to focus their, their, business growth mode on? I think if you kind of step back for a moment, historically, if you think of marketing as kind of three different camps, the first camp is traditional marketing, relationship-based marketing. The second camp is digital marketing. So your online presence. And then your third camp are like sales materials, tangible things that you would hand either you know, digitally or printed to a prospect, a client, or a center of influence. So just follow along with me for a sec. So if you got traditional marketing, digital marketing, and tangible marketing as your three kind of bandwidths. Advisors, for the most part, have gotten really comfortable over the years that they've been business owners developing relationships and that traditional marketing model, doing events, client appreciation, developing centers of influence, even printed content like newsletters. That would all fall under this traditional model. The middle tier, this digital content side, Some of the newer advisors, let's say like within the last 10 to 15 years of entering into our business have said, all right, you know, my senior advisor, the person who like hired me, they've told me, hey kid, you got a cold call. You got a cold call to grow your business. And that advisor who's, you know, nowadays probably ballpark our age was like, man, I don't like cold calling. Like, is there an easier way to do this? 
uh, LinkedIn happened, other social media platforms, writing a blog, anything that you can get found online through your digital presence. And they went, wait, this is fun. This is new. This is different. I like this idea. I can magnify my voice. If I sit down and I dial for one hour, cold call, cold call, cold call, cold call, got my you know, 20 pennies on the desk. Okay, that's one hour that I did. But if I sit down and I report a podcast for an hour, how many tens, hundreds, thousands of people might be able to listen to this podcast? So I think what happened during the pandemic is that traditional means of marketing, for the most part, got disrupted because you couldn't meet face-to-face. -face. There was all this change going on and that broke a lot of those ties that were really tried and true cemented business practices. And the only other avenue that was really the, the fast pass was digital content. And now all these advisors are saying, wait a minute, of all age brackets and demographics across our country. And they're starting to say, well, what, what is working on social media? What, what is this YouTube channel and could I create a, you know, a video series? I don't know, lights, camera, action. So I think that's what happened is that we had this major, huge global <laughs> disruption event. And now people are starting to, now that businesses are starting to return back to normal, they're not saying that I'm only going to go back to the way it was. I'm going to start to look into these newer mediums that I might have been a little bit nervous about implementing before, but now I've seen how they can actually be huge business opportunities for me. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. And that's really interesting because, you know, when we first transitioned from seminars to webinars, you know, advisors really kind of struggled with that right off the gate. Some of them were a knack, you know, as they were a natural, they, they killed it. Most of them said, nah, I'm going to wait to see what's going on. And then a few of them tried it, realized it's not as if, you know, in their eyes, wasn't as effective as a seminar and gave up. Yep. And what that led to in the industry and, and, you know, now I think we're, we're past that advisors learned that they, Hey, they needed to adapt when the first time they gave a seminar, it didn't work either. Let's just be, let's just be real honest with everybody out there. Sure. The first time you gave a seminar, it didn't work, mm -hmm. right? Probably, unless you're a natural speaker like Rebecca is because she's lights up the stage here. But probably the first time you didn't, it wasn't effective, right? But now we're past that. Advisors know, you know what? It is an option. It's a viable option. But a lot of those other channels that you just mentioned here, what we, what I can run into a lot of times is advisors just don't know where to focus, where to start. You know, do I get on LinkedIn? Do I make a YouTube channel? What about my website? Is that still relevant? You know, do I still send the, the paper mailers or do I do emails now? So what is your, what is your take on that? I'm brand, I'm an advisor that's just looking to dip my toes into the virtual world, been a seminar my whole life, or, or maybe I had, you know, a great referral base my whole life, whatever that is. But now I'm thinking, you know what? I should embrace virtual. Mm -hmm. What is step one? Cool. 86% of prospects are going to Google you before they meet with you. So the number one most important thing that anyone, everyone <laughs> needs to do is invest in their website. That's the first piece of direct advice. <laughs> 
put my name next to that. I'm comfortable with it. First thing is website. Number one, after that, do a quick Google search of yourself. It's amazing how many professionals have never Googled themselves. You'll find that there might be a treasure trove of information of you out there. There might be nothing. And if you put yourself in your prospects and clients' shoes, do you want there to be nothing about you online? No, you want there to be really good quality, either your biography with your glowing experience. You want your LinkedIn profile to show up with all your connections and looking really you know, put together through your years of working in our space. And if you have an article that you've published or quoted in, you want that to appear as well on the first page of Google. And that's gonna help instill confidence in anyone who's looking you up and kind of doing that due diligence. And, and think of it like this, if you're a client and you're happy, but you were just invited to this great event and you're like, well, you know what? It's a strong referral for, oh, oh, I'll go, I'll attend it. And maybe you're sniffing around. Well, if you Google your advisor afterwards and they have all these glowing accolades of articles they've written and their experience and great website, you're going to go, eh, you know what? I'm, I'm with the best already. I don't need to change. But if they Google you and there's nothing that shows up, they might go, well, maybe, I don't know. That's, I'm open for a conversation. No, close that door. And by doing that and having a great digital presence is, the, is one of many ways that you can do that. And I, I couldn't agree more. And we also see that, you know, if someone is going to stalk you online, you know, Google, between Google, Facebook, and LinkedIn, you're going to hit all of, you're going to hit like 98% of your prospects. That if you have a robust professional presence on those, those three channels, and really, if you have a very active, robust LinkedIn profile, when someone Googles you, that's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. um, so it almost it almost checks two boxes in, in one outlet there. But <laughs> you really have to really have to get comfortable with either you have a strong professional digital presence or you have to get comfortable with your your prospects finding someone else that does. Because that's really the only options out there. Like you said, they you might they might get invited to an event of a competitor of yours, and it might sound great, or they might have questions on something that they're advertising currently. And you know, especially webinars. If you don't think that a, a prospect is on a webinar, they're not going to scroll over and look you up on LinkedIn or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just it's just inevitable. Who is this guy, right? Who is who? Who's the speaker? What is she talking about? Let's see if she's got any credibility mm -hmm. and. Every, you know, it, it's just ingrained that if you're a professional, you have a professional LinkedIn page, right? And it's that added to your website, having, you know, unique content on your website. So that you're, you're, you pop up in the, the SEO when people are looking at you and all that kind of stuff. And, and Google ads are totally changing now. They have hyper local ads that are going to be available only for those people that are ranked on Google. I mean, it's it, the, the environment is changing and you absolutely have to get out in front of it if you want people to find you. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you know, I 100% obviously agree your digital reputation is bar none, like one, if not the most important thing. And I'd also make sure that from a traditional standpoint, don't stop doing the traditional things either. So if you transition and you start doing all this online, cool, digital content creation and promotion, 
keep in mind, you still need to nurture relationships. And I will say, I don't know if you feel this way, Brad, but there is something about face-to-face that when you get together with another person and you actually have a conversation, it's, it's this unspoken in the room. You just, I don't know, it's something happens face-to-face that I feel like gets lost in translation a lot of times when you're doing everything virtual. So as our you know economy or country, our world returns back to a normal, and if you look ahead at your future marketing strategy, I would put in there again, where, depending on where you're located in the country and a whole bunch of parameters, but I would put face-to-face meetings back on there and because there is that that one-to-one connection that only truly shines, happens, sparks when you do have that um, in-person event. And what's so interesting about that, and, and we're seeing the same thing, that the areas are opening up, in-person seminars are 100% coming back. I mean, it's yeah. it's exciting here at White Glove again to be to be doing in-person stuff, and it feels a little bit surreal. But I mean, we experienced a lot of growth, you know, in those, these last um, 18 months, and and into new services and into new offerings. And there's people that I worked with for a year and I never met them in person. And mm-hmm. now you, you, you come into the office, you know, there's energy in here that you can feel again. And it's, it's strange, but man, is it good. And it's, it's so exciting to, to get back out there and get a little bit of, you know, normalcy back. But, but I really do think it's going to be a hybrid. Like there's some days yeah. that, you know what, I'm just going to work from home today because it's very convenient. I can start at 730. I don't have to wait till nine and mm-hmm. I can get a lot of stuff done. But there's, but there's that, just that in-person. I think you're totally right. And we're, we're definitely seeing prospects and ideal prospects want to get back out and to meet people face to face and, and, and learn things in a real life setting. But I could see from a prospect to client, the the journey from prospect to client that historically, if you think of the stages of the prospect, you know, moving forward to the client side, if at first they, and this is just a typical like sales cycle, but if they first, you know, they're getting introduced to you, they Google, they look you up, they visit your website, they reach out to you, you send them some sort of overview describing how you can support and work with them. And then they schedule a meeting or you schedule a meeting with them. There's a meeting that, that is on the books. I could see where historically that meeting would have been like coffee or to their office as a meet and greet or a conference room. I can see that meeting now changing where it's no longer that handshake, but rather it's let's just hop on a Zoom call. Let's let's just meet virtually. So that way there isn't that time involved in like traveling or preparing your office or, you know, alerting your team, like, hey guys, we have someone coming in today. Like I could just see that initial meeting and I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I could see that meeting being more of on a video style. And then only after that prospect has gained that confidence, like, okay, yeah, this sounds good. I'm interested in advancing to that almost at the finish line client phase, then I'd like to do the face-to-face meeting. And I hear a lot of advisors doing that. They're hopping on Zoom for a, you know, yep. a 15 minute, 20 minute right fit call. Yep. And, you know, they're, it saves so much time than a half hour, hour meeting in the office. And 
you know, you can get through a lot, a lot that way. And I also have advisors that just say, nope, I'm just going to do everything virtually. Mm -hmm. They meet them virtually. They, they have the first appointments virtually, you know, they, they close business virtually and it it seems to be very successful, but I think a hybrid, like you were saying is, is absolutely needed. And the efficiencies that we learned are, are just, I mean, if you did 15 minute zoom calls, you can do almost back to back. You could do you know, dozens of those in a day, as opposed to in office client meetings that are an hour long, you can only do so many of those. Mm-hmm. We're recommending that most of our clients, this is a little bit to do with compliance, but a lot of advisors are allowed to use a company called Schedule Once to, it syncs with their Outlook calendar, and then the client or whomever can click on the link and then it brings up available time slots. So schedule once is the one that's more approved at different broker dealers across our country. We internally use a company called Calendly.com. Calendly, we love them. We also use Google as our our email um, internal interface uh, and they sync beautifully as well. And that means anyone can see our calendars. They're open, book a meeting. So if you're again, looking for more efficiencies instead of playing, you know, that email tag back and forth on when are you available? What am I? Tuesday at three, four, Friday at, you know, two, we just send them a link and say, here you go. Here's our calendar um, schedule. And then they can look at theirs and find the best and appropriate times. I love that. And we use Calendly at White Glove too. That's nice. It's so easy. I mean, it just, it connects with everything you'd ever want it to. It can, you can send a Zoom meeting through Calendly. It's, it's phenomenal. So I, I 100% love that. And some of the advisors that, that I know that have seen some real success following up with webinar registrants or anything like that, they're using that same setup, right? Where they're sending mm-hmm. their calendar or letting that prospect book a time. And they're also including a short video. They're doing a, a video welcoming the prospect, getting to, getting their face out there and and just embedding that right in the email and sending that out. You know, something 60, 90 seconds just to say hi, do a quick why story and invite them to, to schedule. And the advisors that are doing that and can be likable about it are, are really seeing some success when it comes to nurturing and following up. So, well, we're hitting just about our time here. I'd love to just one final thought from you of, you know, I'm an advisor. I listen to this whole thing. There's tons of great information in here. What do I do first? Yep. Three things that you want to accomplish this year. Write them down. What are those three business goals? Start there and then take the first one and create a marketing strategy around it. That'll help you get there. Go back and think about the traditional digital content and tangible marketing materials. Chances are whatever your business goal, you're gonna need help from one of those three different styles of marketing. Figure out what they are. You can always contact us as well. And then work to create and really make them strong pieces that are gonna enhance your brand and your reputation. I love that. And there's a ton of what well, my friends over at Reminder Media call golden nuggets in today's episode. And I, I think I'm going to go back and listen and see what I can pick up again. So I appreciate you being on the show, Rebecca. This was awesome. Thanks, Brad. So much. Appreciate it. And looking forward to listening on your future episodes. Great nuggets. Great insights. Brad, the wine tasting. I'm looking for that on my calendar. You got that? I'm doing right, it. Thank you. I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. You and you and Rebecca both get a bottle to, to kick it <laughs> Outstanding. off. Outstanding. <laughs> well, he's he's happily drinking for three, so send it over. <laughs> it will not go That's wasted. Right. That's right. <laughs>
<laughs> Rebecca Auerhan of 401k Marketing and Brad Swinehart, the host of this podcast, Be Advised, Leading with Value. Subscribe for alerts to new episodes, share with colleagues, and of course, offer your comments right here on this page. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. Thank you for listening to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of White Glove. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.